Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Got a fact for you today. Louis XIV was known as the Sun King of France, and some of that sunlight figures into the mission of the COP21 Paris Climate Agreement. This week, from coal producers to electric utilities, we've been looking at how Paris is changing the energy industry. Today, we focus on renewable energy sources, including solar. Dan Boyce is a reporter for Inside Energy. Dan, are renewables the big winner from Paris? Yeah, John, it's actually it's hard to think of many times in world history where you have the entire world essentially coming together and agreeing to make your industry a winner. So if we need a low carbon world, of course, we need low carbon energy. And so you have your renewable energy technologies, your solar, wind, hydropower and the like. Uh, The other important one to keep into the mix here is energy efficiency technologies. So LED light bulbs and insulation and next generation batteries. And then another one is all of these little components and devices that make our electricity grid uh, smarter and more responsive. All of those different things are going to are going to be winners here. And the mechanism is important to point out here. The UN estimates the globe is going to need $1 trillion of investment in new green technologies every single year to meet the Paris climate Mm. goals. And so you can just imagine the opportunities for the different businesses trying to get into this industry. Who does that favor? I mean, who's who's positioned to really take advantage of this? I mean, I've heard that China is doing very well in some renewables. Uh, The U.S. has slipped a little bit is what I've heard. Uh, Other countries in the Pacific are really taking up the uh, challenge as well. Yeah, the The way that this industry, like so many industries, has tended to work is you have your more developed countries, uh, like the United States, being a leader in the development of the technologies from the get-go, actually developing the the tech itself. And then what you've had, and especially with solar power, is China step into the mix as this – mover that will find a way to make it affordable. And that's what's happened to the drop in solar power prices over the last five to 10 years that's been really truly a game changer, is that's been China stepping up and finding ways to make these technologies far cheaper than they were in the past. Where's the battery technology going to come from? Because that's really crucial to decentralizing the power grid and allowing individual cities and communities to manage their own power independent of giant power plants, because that's not going to work for renewables. Yeah, that is one of the biggest challenges. There, There are several very large challenges in meeting these climate goals, but developing next generation batteries is is going to be a solid one. Tesla and Elon Musk made news earlier this year when they came out with a home storage battery for, say, the solar panels on your roof. And it was cheaper than analysts expected, but still, it's not the kind of thing where your average Joe on the street is going to go out and buy one of these Tesla batteries. They still have a ways to go. And battery technology, you know, with all the technology in our world uh, increasing in capability, so much faster on an exponential rate. Batteries are still behind that, and it's because of the physical chemical components to make these batteries stronger. We just haven't found a way or found even the core elements to make these batteries 
work as well as they will need to to accomplish these goals. Well, you can't innovate around the periodic table or the second law of thermodynamics. I think right. that's what they're discovering. But, uh, you know, there are incremental improvements there. What about the grid efficiency technology? Who's going to be great at that? And uh, that seems to me to be a European approach. Yeah, you have countries like Denmark who have really led in trying to integrate renewables onto their grid. And and that's really the problem. And you hear this all the time is the intermittency of renewables that how do you uh, shift power around when suddenly the wind stops blowing or a thick dark cloud moves in front of the sun? What do you do then in order to ramp up your other energy sources like, say, a natural gas power plant and the like? So those are big challenges. But that's a, another one of these areas where you can have companies, and you do have many companies now trying to jump into this burgeoning industry as it grows. And, the, and there are a number of really powerful U.S. companies that will do that. Speaking to us from Denver, Colorado, where he sounds fully charged, Dan Boyce is a reporter for Inside Energy. Dan, thanks so much. Thank you.